Right now in Truth Today, the war on nature and nature's God is escalating. We need prayer, not pride, in the month of June. Also, I'm very concerned about a false flag that is going to target conservatives and Christians this summer on our power grid. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, good afternoon on East Coast time. Good morning on West Coast or, or uh, Central Mountain time. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry. Uh, we're so glad you can join us today for our program, Truth Today, which is part of the Truth and Love Ministry. We are committed to speaking the truth in love on all matters, especially when the Bible addresses those matters uh, and especially for these last days that we are in. We need more ministries and more uh, Christians to be willing to boldly uh, and, and, and uh, prophetically led by the Holy Spirit speak the truth in love no matter the cost. I want to encourage you if you're on our Rumble page please visit our website tilministry.com tilministry.com where we are going to pursue uh, the truth. Uh, check out our events calendar, check out our, our uh, sign up for our email uh, newsletter. Also, uh, if you're on our website, please go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Please make sure that you subscribe and share and like. Uh, I, I used to say two things, but now I'm saying three things. Subscribe, share, and like, please. And then one more quick uh, promo for our podcast. Those of you who like to listen to audio versions of our shows, we are uh, uploading our shows to podcast. Uh, those are all the links there, Samsung, iHeart, Amazon, uh, Podbean, uh, Samsung Music, and so forth, so forth and so on. Just, just search uh, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian. All right, let's get into our program today. And um, I titled our show, uh, the, the, the War on Nature and Nature's God is Escalating. Uh, there was an article that I read that was a, it was a pretty good article that I'm going to highlight today, uh, but I believe that this is uh, not only what is happening, but what has been prophesied to happen. Because we know that in the last days, as Satan's agenda escalates, that really that agenda is against God, ultimately, right? The ultimate target of Satan's agenda is against God, God's creation, God's design. That's why we see so much perversion, because Satan is perverting, altering, changing that which God has designed. The family, the individual, sexuality, gender, creation, right? Now we're going for, I just read an article that now they're, they're, uh, the globalists are moving from climate change to climate crisis, right? It, you know, it was, first it was, it was global warming, and that didn't fit, then it's, uh, you know, something else, then it's climate change, which of course we know the climate changes is called seasons, and then now it's climate crisis, because now we have to do everything we can to stoke fear, like with the COVID fraud. And it's important to understand that the Bible has told us this will happen. First of all, uh, let's start, and we always start in the Word of God, so let's start in, back to Romans 1. And again, I just want to remind you, we've covered this verse a lot, but I want to remind you that 
the attack, the ultimate attack on the gospel, the ultimate attack on um, the power of God manifest is to attack, um, yes, the gospel itself, which is to attack salvation unto only one name, the name of Christ, but also to attack um, what's behind the gospel. And that is that God created and man corrupted that creation. Man fell. God put into motion a plan to restore his creation, including his creation in us, male and female. And since the beginning of that fall, Satan has been at war. Genesis 3, verse 15, Satan has had enmity between him and the woman and between his seed and the seed of the woman. Remember, we did a show a few weeks back called The War on Women and on the Womb, that this is something that has been an attack on the enemy, the war on women and the war on the womb, going back all the way to Genesis chapter 3. So um, in in, uh, Romans 1, um, after it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Why? Because they... Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Man is without excuse when it comes to the knowledge of who God is, God is our creator and his creation. This is why we are talking about nature and nature's God. The declaration of independence, the phraseology, right? When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which connect them to another, they listed the violations of the laws of nature and nature's God. Nature is God. There is no mother nature. It's God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Christians should stop using the term Mother Nature. We use the term God as Creator. God is our Creator. So He created, and what is created is shown. It's, 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 uh, even God's in, invisible attributes are clearly seen. Man is without excuse because it's in creation. And nature's God, the phraseology again in the Declaration, was based upon the Scripture of God, the Word of God, the revelation of God. So the way that the founders had written it is nature's God, it's what's revealed of God in the natural world, in creation. And then, so that's nature. And then nature's God is what is revealed specifically in His Word, in Scripture. Because that which is revealed in Scripture is now specific to the God of the Bible, who is the one true God. And so now in verse 21, because although they knew God, because again, it's evident, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. And what ultimately happens? They changed verse 23 the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man 
with birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. So they began to worship, verse 25, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature than the creator who is blessed forever. So this is ultimately what leads to the humanism where we become God. We see this with secular humanism. We see this with transhumanism. We see this with the move now towards AI, artificial intelligence. All of this with, with, with the transgender, all of this is an attack on God. And specifically in this article that I'm going to highlight in a minute, it's talking about abortion and transgenderism, the ultimate attacks on God's creation. God created life in the womb of the mother. Genesis 3.20 says that women are the mother of all living things, of all living, because the woman gives life in her womb created by God. Then there's an attack on what comes out of the womb. So if you can't destroy life in the womb, destroy it outside the womb, which you're going to see in a minute is what Planned Parenthood and um, the leftists and the, the, the globalists and the Marxists and the socialists and, the, and, and, and all those that are working, the rhino Republicans, they're all working to ultimately bring about this level of, of destruction. It is ultimately a war on God. A war on nature and nature's God is ultimately the war on that God. And then I want to look at Revelation chapter 12. And again, speaking of the enmity, it says, uh, verse 10, now, I, after it talks about a war breaking out of heaven, right? Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heaven, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. A short time. And then it goes on to the fact that there's going to be persecution, that the dragon has been cast to, to the earth. And look, look again. He persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. So this goes back to Genesis 3.15. The enmity, the strife between Satan and the woman and Satan's seed and the, and the woman's seed, which we know ultimately is the seed that is going to be the male Messiah, the child, the one born of a virgin that would come, the, the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace, uh, Emmanuel, God with us, the Messiah. That's the war. So... This is, and again, there's prophetic implications in, in this chapter uh, because it then gets prophetic in talking about the woman with two, two wings of the great eagle uh, flying into the wilderness. But what I want to uh, highlight this morning uh, with this article, uh, let's go to this first article, Drya. A war on nature and nature's God escalates. Now, we have been telling you, and I've been telling you that, in fact, I posted this on uh, Facebook about probably four, three, four weeks ago. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm so heavily shadow banned. Nobody sees my Facebook page. I, I need to, my wife always says post more. I do post sometimes, but then it doesn't, doesn't get seen. And uh, so uh, it says why Planned Parenthood is building its transgender business. We, I talked about the fact that here in the state of Tennessee where we've completely outlawed abortion, completely, that then trans, uh, uh, Planned Parenthood is now transitioning 
to transgenderism and the transgenderism push. So um, the article says, of course, Planned Parenthood has long led the, the country in abortions, but the same organization is now fully committed to helping people look like the opposite sex as well. According to their latest annual report, the number of affiliated performing cross-sex hormone injections, so the affiliates of Planned Parenthood, jumped over 30% in the last year. They proudly advertise this on their website. They lament that we are not currently able, this is Planned Parenthood again, evil, we're not currently able to prescribe puberty blockers or gender-affirming hormone therapy to youth under 16. The article then goes on to say, you can be confident they're working to change this, with no doubt. Um, so supposedly, right, it was, you know, Planned Parenthood is supposed to be about women's health, but now they're shifting their empire. During fiscal year 2021-2022, they received more funding than ever, a $37 million increase to a record $633 million from the government. Our tax dollars to more than half a billion dollars, two-thirds of a billion dollars going to murder, not only murder children, but, but then now mutilate. And, and what I, I think what I put on Facebook was something like, if Satan can't destroy women in the womb, uh, sorry, if Satan can't destroy children in the womb, he's going to then destroy them outside the womb. So in some states, like Illinois, where, you, where uh, the number of abortions has skyrocketed because when other states around them are limiting abortions, people are flocking to Illinois, New York, Washington, California, Minnesota. And the abortion mills can't even keep up with the blood that is flowing through the streets. God is not going to be silent on the shed blood of the innocent. And this is again, let's bring that image up one more time, a war on God, a war on nature and nature's God escalating. That's what this is. So um, this ultimately comes back to a a bloodlust and enmity. I always seek and pray that the Holy Spirit would give us wisdom to go to the root of the issue, right? What is the root of the issue? Why are Democrats? Why, are the, why is the left? Why are rhino Republicans? Why are so many, even libertarians, why are they so apt to promote gender uh, neutrality, to destroy? Because it's a spirit of antichrist, folks. It's a spirit that is against God. We brought this up on our last number of shows. I'll bring it up again. The trans spirit, the LGBT spirit is an antichrist spirit. This is what we've been harping, 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 harping. That we would stop affirming this nonsense, affirming these lies. We have to stop. We got to stop and, and, and say this is not love. This is not loving. If we need to have an awakening, this is part of the awakening. Part of the awakening is to restore and reclaim which, what belongs to God. Gender belongs to God. Life belongs to God. Creation belongs to God. The world belongs to God. The Lord is not going to allow us to destroy this planet. He's got plans for it. 
Now, creation is moaning and groaning, but have confidence that the Lord is not going to allow us to destroy the planet. He will deal with it. So it's very important as we're waging this war and understanding that we are in a war. And this war against God and His creation is escalating. Here's another article from the Harbinger Daily. Look at this, uh, Satan's crown jewel. Abortion is the culmination of secular thought. In Genesis 2, we see God's created institution of lifelong monogamous marriage and His command for Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply. Family is the first institution established by God long before the government's attempt to redefine it. When Christianity confronted the Roman world, one striking difference between those who followed Christ and those who followed the false gods of the Romans was the value that Christians attributed to babies, to children, to women, and to slaves. All classes of people who were seen as the chattel of the free Roman man. Contrary to the culture, Christians called men to love their wives and to see their slaves as fellow human beings and even brothers in Christ. Christians not only rejected abortion and exposure for their own children, but rescued children that others had exposed. This Christian way or worldview of seeing other humans as fellow image bearers of God took time to seep into the pagan culture. Eventually, these cultures, after being sufficiently influenced by the Christian worldview, began to truly value children, value women, and became the first nations to abolish slavery. The first nations to even see slavery as a wicked thing. These nations outlawed abortion, outlawed infanticide, not only because abortion was about as likely to maim or kill the woman as to kill her unborn child, but also because the child was seen as a valuable image bearer of God even in the womb. By the way, this article is written by Answers in Genesis. Very, very good. But now, the secularist, the Satanist, and all those who are working for Satan, remember again, this is a demonic war. And if we're going to stand, I said in my sermon on Sunday, right, if we're going to stand for God's truth, for God's righteousness, we are now counter-cultural and counter-world. We are butting up against the world in every way, and we got to prepare ourselves to be counter. It's not if, it's a must. It's a must for us as Christians to stand counter, as they did in the Romans times, right? What this article is talking about is that Christianity was counter to the Roman culture, and eventually enough, enough, enough of it seeped in that it began to change that worldview. Now it's the other way, right? Secularism, Hatred for God, rebellion against God is now contrasted. It's, it's so permeated the culture, so permeated the world. And for us as Christians, we're now standing countercultural to that. We're waging this war for the God of nature and uh, nature's uh, uh, expressed design, which is expressed in where? Again, in the Word of God. God's design for creation, nature is in this book. And so, um, this is very, very upsetting. Today we're seeing commercials, cartoons, and even children's books promote the message that families can have two mommies, two daddies, or any number of other family structures. 
For instance, popular commentator Dave Rubin, who, by the way, I believe is connected to Turning Point USA Faith. This is very concerning. I'm very concerned. Um, Thomas Littleton posted on this. We need to really explore this more because our ministry is connected to Turning Point USA Faith. Uh, Patriot Church is connected to Turning Point USA Faith. There was a huge pastor summit in Nashville just this past week. And I'm going to be pushing this issue because um, Dave Rubin, from my understanding, is one of the He's been platformed by TPUSA Faith, and now uh, uh, he is a homosexual. Him and his homosexual partner recently announced that they had used donor eggs and two surrogates to conceive two babies and were roundly congratulated by conservative media figureheads. This horrible scenario potentially turns babies into commodities who can be created on demand by anyone with enough money to rent a womb particularly when these distortions are presented as suitable, if not better, alternatives to the biblical family unit. A mom and a dad who stay married for life. In our current culture of death, a daily average of nearly 118,000 unborn children. Let me say that one more time. In our current culture of death, a daily average are up. This is staggering of 118,000 unborn children are systematically murdered through abortion worldwide. 118,000. That means in a week, you're talking about a million. In a week. In a month, that's 30 million. In a year, that's 360 million. A third of a billion babies are murdered. If I did my math right, somebody can check me on that. Comment on the post if my math is wrong. This is staggering numbers. Staggering. And, 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 and again, why have we done this? Because we have rejected nature and nature's God. We have rejected His design, His plans, and, and this is why... This is escalating. So there's more to this article that I don't have time to go through, but um, it's powerful, powerful, powerful. We need to restore back. Let me, let me go back a couple things. Number one, uh, I'm doing a presentation coming up um, in, uh, on June 18th at Candlelight Christian Fellowship in North Idaho. Folks, if you're in North Idaho, Spokane area, will you come and listen to this presentation? Dry, let's go to that image. This is the battle for godly masculinity. Uh, I'm going to be doing this on Father's Day, June 18th. And here is the information. Candlelight, June 18th. Uh, four services, folks, from 7.30 in the morning till 12 at noon. Four services. The, ba- the battle for, go- for godly masculinity. Dads on the front lines. It is time that we restore. I love this image, right? You've probably seen this image before of a dad standing there with the Bible to his child with a shield, taking those fiery darts, taking those arrows of the enemy. This is my heart. This is my, if I had a life uh, image for how I want to live my life and protect my family, this would be it, folks. This is, this is what I want to do. And so this is incredible. So come out June 18th, first time I'm going to be giving this message. And it's part of our uh, 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 pushback. It's part of our DVD, The Great Pushback, that we have on our website, right? Uh, tillministry.com slash pushback, tillministry.com slash pushback. As part of the great pushback, preparing the end time church to counter the great reset and all the uh, Satan's agenda, we are uh, 
uh, saying we need a revival and a restoration of godly men, godly masculinity, godly fatherhood, godly motherhood, restoring what a woman is, restoring what a godly mother is. All of this, I believe, is part of God's agenda to take back that which Satan has stolen and or which the church has given up. And so it is imperative that we go counter the culture, counter the world. And in preparing for this insanity that is about to come just in a couple of days, right? June 1st is the world's declaration of full-born rebellion against God and here in America, which we know is called Pride Month. And my good friend, Pastor Ken Peters of Patriot Church, he, um, I believe he was the one who, who came out and said, instead of Pride Month, we need prayer month. And so we want to make June um, our image there of prayer month uh, right there. There we go. So this is our, this is the mission, right? This is the mission that we're going to go counter the culture. Keep this up for a second, please, Drea. We're going to go counter the culture and we're going to declare and live out that the month of June now for the Lord is going to become prayer month. We reject, we rebuke pride. We rebuke uh, the enemy taking the rainbow. We rebuke the enemy uplifting uh, licentiousness and unrighteousness and immorality and perversion and pedophilia and gender insanity and gender confusion. All of it. We must reject it wholly completely counter the culture. We must resist the devil. Again, I've been doing a sermon series called Resist the Devil. We must resist the devil with what? With the word of God, with truth. We must stand faithfully against the enemy. This is our weapon here, folks. This is our sword right here. We have to armor up. As I said in my sermon on Sunday, right again, Ephesians 6, stand your ground, withstand the enemy. Antihistamy is the Greek word there. It means anti-stance. You're taking an anti-stance against what the enemy is doing. You're, you're taking an anti-cultural stance. Everything we do as Christians now is going to be anti-cultural. If we're going to be faithful for Christ, it's going to be anti-cultural, anti-world, because the world is in a state of rebellion. These are the last days. These are the days of sorrow, days of grieving, these days of mourning, but also days of outpouring. We know there's going to be the outpouring, an end time outpouring of God's Spirit is underway. I believe this. I'm, 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 I'm prayerful in this that the Lord has promised in the last days He will pour out a Spirit and it's happening. Young men, old men, dreams, visions, prophecy, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. By the way, in order to be dispensational, I'm theologically and eschatologically dispensational, believing that there's a dispensation for Israel, but I am not a cessationist. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe that the gifts of the Spirit are for today as they were for yesterday, as they will be for tomorrow. I, am, I do not believe in cessationism. I believe cessationism is, cessationism is, is, cessationism is not biblical. But, of course, we have to have order. We have to have a right manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, all right. Um, let me quickly go to our break, Drya, and then we're going to come back and just cover a couple things as we wrap up. A little bit shorter sh uh, show today. 
Number one, folks, again, please visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out our events calendar, especially for next two weeks. We have a busy, busy trip coming up. I'll talk about it in a minute. Also, check out Rumble again, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Please make sure you, three things, right? Subscribe, like, share. Subscribe, like, share. Um, uh, Speaking of our events calendar, I want to remind you again, June 9th to June 18th. I'm going to be in Wisconsin, in the Milwaukee area for a youth conference. Then June 11th, I'm going to be in North Idaho, Priest River, in the morning, 10 a.m. service, 5 o'clock, special presentation that I'm very excited about, and another new one that we're working on, called The Battle, The Battle to Obey God versus Government. The battle is raging between whether we obey God or government, and I'm going to be talking about that battle how we prepare as Christians. Then uh, June 13th, Kalispell, Montana. June 15th, Kalispell, Montana. Both the great pushback presentation. June 16th, Helena, Montana. One World Religion Rising. Do we have that image for that? One World Religion Rising, our brand new DVD. It's in post-edit. Um, we, we Sorry, we're delayed in getting um, the... Um, I was hoping to let, let you know today that we have the... Uh, um, Pre-orders ready on our website, not quite yet. We'll get that up here in the next day or two. The pre-orders, will be able to pre-order if you want to get your copy coming out at the end of June. Um, and then June 18th, as I mentioned, Candlelight Christian Fellowship, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. One more time, Dry that presentation. The battle for godly masculinity, dads on the front lines for Father's Day message at Candlelight. Four services I'm going to be preaching. I think first time I've ever done four services at once. Uh, Four services at Candlelight. I'm excited to be there with all of you. Please come uh, share. Finally, um, we, I share this every week and I don't share it, um, folks, with, with, with any sort of motivation or uh, for money, uh, but simply because um, we survive as a ministry by your support. A hundred percent. I'm all in with this, trusting the Lord. And so, if you prayerfully consider a one-time donation, here's the link, tilministry.com, tilministry.com slash donate. Would you prayerfully consider right now a one-time donation, secure donation? You can also mail in a check uh, to our uh, P.O. Box is on our website, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, uh, 37802. Please make any checks out to Truth in Love or T.I.L., And then finally, if you would like to be a part of an ongoing support, you can join our Gideon Army of 300. We are praying for those 300 who will pray pray with us, pray for us, stand with us, and donate on a monthly or bi-monthly basis, any amount, any amount, $5, $10, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, we are so grateful for. Thank you for all our ministry supporters. Thank you for partnering with us. And thank you for allowing us to keep going and keep doing this. All right, a couple of quick items coming off the break. Um, let's go to the false flag dry. Uh, this is very concerning to me. Uh, I believe this is, uh, this is um, uh, wisdom here. Let's go to the article. False flag alert from InfoWars. Um, media and Homeland Security warn that right-wing extremists or Russia set to attack the power grid. Now, the reason that I'm bringing this up 
is because um, we know that before COVID, they were doing these scenarios, they were doing these warnings on the media, there could be a pandemic, there could be a virus, and sure enough, within a few weeks, we know from Event 201 in October of 2019, they had wargamed this, they were doing lockstep, the media was on board, corporations were on board, governments were on board, so when they launched it, the media was in full, full blown um, meltdown mode on purpose, intentionally as propaganda. Now, they've been warning, of course, about bioweapons and so forth and so on. Now they're warning, warning about a cyber pandemic, right? Not a virus pandemic. Oh, and by the way, remember, a climate crisis pandemic could be there too, climate crisis. But now a cyber pandemic. And this is at the same time, same time that they are pushing, pushing, pushing electrical cars, electrical uh, appliances, electrical, electrical, electrical. Even here in Tennessee or across the nation, already they've been warning us that this summer they could be rolling blackouts because of a shortage of electricity, because they're killing fossil fuels, they're killing uh, you know, the methods that work uh, for alternative, and this is very concerning to me that they keep hyping up the narrative CBS News, the World Economic Forum, uh, uh, the cyber pandemic, potentially for 2024, coming for the elections, right? Because we know that they did it for 2020. Why couldn't they do it for 2024? Disruptions. Uh, remember when Texas froze uh, and people died because of the power grid failure. Uh, Tennessee, last summer, this happened. In the summertime, Middle Tennessee, it could happen here. We got to prepare ourselves for this. So this is something that I'm very concerned about. We got to pray against it. And it's part of our prayer point. By the way, I forgot to mention uh, going back, dry out to prayer month. Remember again, June is not going to be Pride Month. It's going to be prayer month. Um, and some amazing people at Patriot Church, go ahead and you can come back to me, please, uh, came up with a list so on Thursday, which is June 1st, I'll be mentioning some things you can pray for over the weekend until um, Tuesday when we come back together. Um, June 1st, some prayers for pastors. June 2nd, pastors' families. Uh, this is incredible. I put together this, this list of, of every day of what you can be praying for. Uh, June 3rd, our children. June 4th, governmental leaders. June 5th, spiritual leaders and mentors. June 6th, against economic collapse. June 7th, city, state, neighborhood. Uh, June 8th, prayer against the food crisis. June 9th, marriages. June 10th, the persecuted church. June 11th, the nuclear family. Uh, June 12th, boldness for Christ, and so forth and so on. So I'll be bringing more of this uh, on Thursday, but specifically praying for pastors and pastors' families Thursday, Friday, uh, and, and I'll have some prayer points. We're going to become a people of prayer people of intercession, and we're going to take back what the enemy is stealing. But please pray against this uh, attack on the power grid. Please pray against this insanity. Uh, they're doing this intentionally. They want to do this. Potentially, of course, we have to be praying against any, an EMP, which would just devastate humanity as we know it. Um, you want to talk about reducing the Earth's population? Woo! That very quickly could do it. Um, so be in prayer for that. And then finally, 
Um, I want <clears> to <throat> bring you, as you guys know, <clears throat> I'm a former Muslim, <clears throat> born again. The Lord is working incredibly in the Muslim world. The, world. the Lord is working incredibly in Iran amongst the Persian people. My, my good friend Muhammad Farid Yamini uh, just posted uh, where he was able to uh, see, uh, I think, about 30 Muslims come to Christ and be baptized this past week. Uh, God is moving, <clears throat> but at the same time, <clears throat> Islam is rising. And so we are committed in this program to expose Islam in all areas. And so I want to do that very quickly for you to expose Islam and, and what Islam's agenda is, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood agenda for America to sabotage our, our house. Remember, folks, Islam operates by two houses. I have talked about this before. I have an image I want to bring up here. The two houses of Islam. Uh, so you must understand. The only way you understand how Islam operates is to understand these two houses, where the house on the left, the lighter one, is called Dar al-Harb, the house of war. When Muslims are in the lower house, they operate by the house of war. When Muslims are in the upper house, they operate by the other house, which is called Dar al-Islam, or the house of surrender. Muslims are right now in America, in most cases, in the lower house. But as I predicted three years ago, that Minneapolis would become Dar al-Islam. Now Minneapolis has been declared the upper house. That's why they're broadcasting that Islamic call of prayer five times a day, loudspeakers, downtown Minneapolis, 20 city blocks, by the city council ordinance. This is now the upper house. They've now declared it their upper house. If they're broadcasting their prayers for Allah, for their false god, it's now the upper house. They want to take the entire state of Minnesota to the upper house, just like they have Hamtramck, Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan, and other places. But part of this is their rise of anti-Semitism. So first article I want to go to from Jihad Watch, um, C-U-N-Y, law school, features hijab, go ahead and bring this up, please, features hijab-wearing Jew-hater as its commitment speaker. Uh, this is typical of American academia today, um, how, how radical and radioactive our colleges are. They're so leftist. Um, the Times of Israel cannot decide whether her name is spelled Muhammad or Mohammed. I don't know which is correct. Uh, New York City's public law school releases video of anti-Semitic commencement speech. Uh, so this is her name. Um, the speaker accused Israel of indis indiscriminate, indiscriminate murder, encouraging lynch mobs and lauding resistance to Zionism around the world. The city, New York, the city University of New York law school um, hid the video after it came under criticism. Um, the law school's commencement ceremony in May 12 featured anti-Israel activist Fatima Mohammed as its keynote speaker. Uh, in her speech, she repeatedly lashed against Israel, linked the Jewish state to white supremacy, oppression, colonialism, and violence. This is what is our academia and promoting Islam. You want to talk about uh, hateful, you want to talk about violent, bigoted, misogynist, that's Islam, folks. That's the ideology of Muhammad. That's the ideology of this false god, Islam, or Allah. It's not, it's not Israel. It's not Judaism. But, of course, this is what they do. So she ranted and raved 
in this article. And then here's another headline. Again, how anti-Semitic, anti-hatred of Jews, Islam is. Let's go to that next article. California School District refuses to revise pro-Jihad, anti-Israel curriculum endorsed by who? By CARE. Muslim Brotherhood, Hamas-linked Council on American-Islamic Relations. Uh, Superintendent says district has no intention to remove any narrative from anti-Israel curriculum. Santa Ana Unified School District Superintendent Jerry Almendarez said Tuesday that the board would not be removing any narrative from its new ethnic studies curriculum despite complaints of its anti-Israel rhetoric. Uh, in April, uh, it's called Ethnic Studies World Geography and Ethnic Studies World Histories. Um, again, Israel is a colonial empire, guilty of ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. No such thing as Palestinians. No such thing as Palestine. They're Arabs. Don't forget that, please. Um, let's see. We recognize... Ah, he's trying to give justification for this, but this is curriculum that is promoted. Uh, prior to the meeting, several groups, including the Council for American Islamic Relations and the Palestinian Youth Movement, urged district members to show up and voice support for the curriculum. CARES Los Angeles chapter put out a press release May 19, arguing that Israel's ethnic cleansing of Palestinians is a factual description of the Jewish state's handling of the situation in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. That's not accurate. That's not what's happening. But you never hear that if you left, listen to leftist media and academia in America, folks. So um, this is what is happening in our nation. What continues to happen at the hands of Islam. Islam is chugging along, folks. They're doing their cultural um, transformations. They are doing everything they can to um, bring about a hatred of Christianity, a hatred of Judaism, and yet at the same time, promoting the concept, oh, Muslims, Christians, and Jews, we all worship the same God. We're all Abrahamic. That's why I am doing my brand new presentation, One World Religion Rising, contending for Christ against this end-time deception. Because this one world religion that's going to bring this kumbaya, multi-faith, Abrahamic faith, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, it's all a farce. Islam hates Judaism. Islam hates Christianity. Islam hates the people of the book. They're commanded to war against them, to strive against them, to fight against them. This is nonsense. And sadly, the American people continue to fall for these deceptions. All right. Um, uh, that's it for today, folks. Remember, again, we must wage our war, number one, June is not going to be Pride Month. June is going to be Prayer Month, right? Prayer Month where we're going to pray for a restoration of God's design and God's uh, creation. Number two, we are um, waging the battle for godly masculinity. Remember, again, my program that's coming up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, June 18th, the battle for godly masculinity, dads on the front lines. Please, please, please uh, check that out if you're in the area. And uh, also remember that we are needing to resist the devil on all things. Stand against the culture, stand against the world, resist the devil, resist this evil. The war may be escalating, but we're going to stand and defend 
God, nature and nature's God, right? That's what today's show is about, right? The war on nature and nature's God is escalating and we are right in the war and we're going to fight to stand and resist and defend nature and nature's God, God's creation, God's design of creation, of the earth, of family, of marriage, of moms, of dads, of children, of the womb. We're going to defend. We're going to push back. We're not backing up. We're not backing down. And we're going we're gonna to do what? Do God's business. Occupy till he comes. Why? Because the king of kings is what? Is coming back. The king of kings. I love this image. The lion of the tribe of Judah is coming back soon. So stand your ground. Contend for the faith against this end time deception. Folks, thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you back Thursday night. And before I leave, I want to say something here real quick. Today, as you know, Jariah is behind the cameras. He's my oldest son, my firstborn. Um, today is his graduation day. He doesn't go to school. We homeschool. So we're having a big graduation party for him here on our, in our home. I want to say, Jariah, congratulations. We're proud of you. I'm so excited to see, first of all, I'm excited to see what God has done in your life in these 18 years, and I'm excited to see what God is going to do in your life coming up. So would you pray for him um, and join me in celebrating his graduation from high school as he prepares for uh, uh, university, college, and, and uh, what he's doing uh, in his future, what God has for him. So we celebrate Jariah today and we celebrate the Lord. Have a blessed weekend, or a blessed rest of your week, I should say. It's Tuesday, not Thursday. Have a blessed rest of your week. We'll see you back Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern time for Live Truth Today's show. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian. Lord bless you. We'll see you on Thursday.